Mama is treating me to breakfast. Yep, let me see your phone. Huh? Look here. I download this McDonald's app because when you buy any bagel sandwich like the steak, egg, and cheese bagel, you get one free. Wait, you just bought that on my phone. That's right. Now that you got McDonald's money, you could treat Mama. <laughs> okay, Ma, you got it. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Valid through 10-222 at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. App download and registration required. To a brand new episode of Rushdown Radio. I'm Anthony. And I'm Matt. Yes. <laughs> if you've been watching and listening to our videos like the good fans we know you are, you'll know Matt from the other show. Hello, uh, everyone. It's nice to be here. Now, Michael couldn't be here because apparently he was screwing around at an Indian burial ground and decided he just wanted to get buried in the ground. Oh, oh, um, He'll be fine. He'll be all right. Yeah. November 1st, he'll be back. Right. Like, yeah, you know, like, remember Pet Cemetery? Like, think of it like that, but, like, without all the death. He's fine. Yeah, you would think he wouldn't do something stupid like in that movie, but, hey, here we are. <laughs> all right. But uh, I'm sure you know how this show goes. Surely you also listen to the show. I do. Awesome. I, I'm an avid listener. All right. Um. Hmm. You know what? What movies and uh, video games you've been playing lately? Movies and video games I've been playing lately. So I haven't watched too many movies lately. I've been watching mostly like Netflix shows. Uh, I just finished Breaking Bad. Really? Uh, Breaking Bad is actually quite interesting. It's in the same vein of like those shows that like, you know, um, men shouldn't be like fans of or men shouldn't say it's their favorites because the main character Ah. is inherently horrible. But it's actually really good. There's really good writing, and it had a pretty solid conclusion, too. Okay. okay. Um, and as far as video games I've been playing, I've been playing... Uh, I recently finished Metroid Dread. How you like it? Uh, I love that game. Like, probably one of my favorite Metroid games I've played. There's a lot of debate on what you would place it as far as, like, a ranking system of the Metroid games. Uh, So, I would say it's definitely up there. Because um, what are the good Metroid games? Uh, Let's see. Metroid Fusion, Super Metroid. I think there's debate about the first Metroid. Um, oh, no. Then- first, first Metroid is trash. Everybody says that. Okay. I thought there was some debate about that. No. Uh, Zero Mission. There's also that. Uh, I, I, I think Zero Mission is like A tier, I think. I, like, I know S tier is like Super Metroid uh fusion i I would kind of put it up there okay uh i would say super metroid dread no fusion dread super metroid in that order yeah for me i like that i dig that because man metroid fusion was a good game (sighs) so good like one of my favorite metroid games ever if for some reason you all have never played metroid fusion please do yourself that favor please do I, I really appreciate it. Through unspecified means of dubious <laughs> activity. Uh, yeah. Be Like, look, we're not saying to go, like, pirate this game, but... We aren't not saying it. Yeah. Like, uh, like how else are you going to play it unless, like, 
uh, Nintendo does like a weird expansion pass for for Game Boy Advance games or something. Let's do this fun thing I like to do called Google in the middle of the show, where I'm going to Google <laughs> how much you would have to pay if you want to buy an actual copy of Metroid Fusion. I would hope not a lot. <laughs> You'd be crazy. What? What? What do you mean? Do you, oh wait, hold on. Oh, I think somebody made that cartridge. Oh, oh, that's right. That's the thing people do. If they have like a game that's like way too expensive, hmm. they'll just make the cartridge and throw a ROM on there. That's and that makes it a little bit not expensive. But ooh, that's, these prices aren't terrible. What? Wh- how, how much? How much are people paying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that don't that that doesn't sound pretty for a sealed copy. Uh, I oh no, this is a used copy in the box. I'm sorry, okay. three hundred dollars. What? Yeah, that game wasn't even that much when it came out. I know. And then we got one here for one fifty four. Okay, I'm good. I already have a copy of Metroid Fusion on Game Boy Advance, so I'm good. But I see people on Etsy have been just remaking the cartridges and selling it for. I see the highest from Etsy is like twenty six dollars, and the lowest is nine. That's not bad. Yeah, but the actual authentic copies. Oh well, yeah. Like, of course, people are gonna pay more for that because it's authentic so yeah you can pay for the bootlegs you can pay for the authentic or you can not pay at all we're yeah. not your parents yeah we're do 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 as you please uh like do crime reasonably right just just don't tell people you're doing crime don't tell us you're doing crime yeah well we are not liable for any uh damages or like you know arrests that may occur in the right. process don't get arrested and they be like oh where's that radio to us to do crime no we didn't <laughs> definitely didn't um yeah i yeah i would say and uh lots of streets of rage 4 as well uh that's the other thing i've been playing that um, is very much your game survival mode is great i can't stop playing it like i my highest level is level 41 so i'm like i need to do better and that's like my goal okay all right i see you i know Thank some you. people are like they're in the hundreds aren't they oh yeah I, I've, I've seen like level like 109 or something like that i'm like maybe someday who knows maybe i will purchase this game one day because all i've got is the game pass version and that doesn't come with the DLC and all that stuff. That, so, eh, I mean, I, I I would definitely like get it just because like I would say the DLC made it like quite worth it. Okay. Uh, what are you watching and playing these days? Let's see. Uh, as far as playing, I am still playing Metroid Dread. I I have not gotten through it as quickly as uh, some people have. Not because you know it, I'm just taking my time or whatever pretentious reason people come up with. I'm an adult. Yes. And I get tired. Look. And sometimes I just want a game to play that's not as thoughtful because you gotta think a lot in Metroid Prime, especially if you're facing an Emmy. No, I'm. I'm oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, um, especially once you get to like the later parts and you don't have like the tools that you think you should have. It's it's quite a bit. So, the the game I'm playing. Don't judge me. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. okay. I didn't pay for this game. It was okay. on Game Pass. Don't okay. judge me. Okay. This is important. Don't judge me. Okay, you keep saying this. I've been playing I, Dante's Inferno. I don't think I have the reference for like Dante's Inferno that most people do, so I can't judge you for it. I remember people saying this game was not that great. Oh, it's awful. This game is terrible. This okay. game this game is like what if we wanted to put God of War mechanics in a in a whole IP 
that was about this helpless man's tour through hell, the nine circles of hell. Huh. But what if we just made it God of War? That doesn't sound like a bad game, though. It, it, you know what? It's fun if you don't take it seriously. If you go into this expect, expecting a campy game, you'll you'll have enjoyment. Okay. Like, the first thing you do is steal the scythe of the Grim Reaper. That's amazing. I, not gonna lie, you're kind of making me want to play this game. It's on Game Pass. Really? Yes, that's the only reason I'm playing this. It's on Game Pass. See, I need to turn on my Xbox. I haven't done yes. it in a while. Yes, you should. There's so much good on there. I like. I I gotta go to Game Pass. I haven't been on it in a while. I've been I've been mostly playing stuff on my PS4. So, I am also playing Dead Space, the first one, because I have to, huh? Because that's also on Game Pass, right? Yes. Ah, okay. And I I make it a point to play a spooky game every October, and uh, Dead Space was the game because I love Dead Space, and <sighs> as much as I lament this Dead Space remake. I am going to play it because I love Dead Space. So, I wanted a point of reference. That game is still terrifying. Huh. I've played that game and beaten it three times over. And that game is still terrifying. Interesting. I've been wanting to play Dead Space 2 and I, I have it because I have Game Pass. So, like, I Dead have Space access 2 to it. Is, Dead Space 2 is, is a game it took me a long time to get through. And I think it's because I, I have a real big thing about when you have like horror settings or like psychological settings and you throw in children of any sort, that really bothers me. Mm. But there's a whole part where you go through this abandoned daycare and then you go and then these, these, the necromorphs, they're like little babies that explode if they get too close to you. And so you're shooting this horde of like exploding babies and they sound like babies. Like there's a portion where a woman is holding one and she just goes boom. And I'm like, no, please, no, I don't want this. Oh, oh, that's messed up. It's very messed up. But <laughs> it sounds, but it, but it sounds fun and shit. So it, it's, I- it's very fun. This is Dead Space 2, by the way. Dead okay. Space One is—I don't—it doesn't have that, but it ooh, but what it does have, it has atmosphere, it has well good graphics that still hold up today. Well, yeah, because well, it's the first of the franchise, so like you know, they kind of had to build everything around it and kind of right. make it make it one of those things interesting to play. So I still think of the three, Dead Space One is probably the best if you're looking for a pure horror experience. Okay, Dead Space Two is. A little bit more actiony, okay, but it still has plenty of horror in it. Um, Death Space Three is trash, and I wish it didn't exist. Huh? Yeah, that's how I kind of feel about that. That's fair. I, I, it sound. I would say it almost sounds like the reverse of the Max, Mass Effect series, where like Mass Effect Three is really terrible. Two, but two is the goat, and one is just like. Eh. I would never tell anyone on this planet to play Mass Effect One unless you are playing it on the Legendary Collection. Huh. If you're playing the original Mass Effect 1, I'm sorry. Stop doing that. That's fair. Do better for yourself, <laughs> for those around you, for your family. Play the Legendary Edition, and you will be playing a much better game. Cool. Now, as far as what I'm watching, mm-hmm. I've been watching, strangely enough, a lot of DC movies. I've been watching a lot of animated DC movies. I'm uh, not sure why. I mean, they are the cream of the crop of like the DC universe right now. Indeed, they are. And um, what was the one I just finished? Uh, Apocalypse War, I think, is the one I just finished, where like Batman gets like snatched up and turned evil and stuff like that. And <sighs> is that what I? I don't think I watched that one. I need to. I'll probably have to go back and watch it. it. It's one of the Justice League Dark ones. Oh, okay. Apocalypse War. I I think that movie 
is fantastic. I that's probably gonna be up there as one of my favorite DC movies. Cause uh, who? First of all, Evil Batman. I mean, Chef's Kiss. Evil Look. Batman. Talking down the Lex Luthor. Man, beautiful. Evil Batman. Evil Batman be like. My parents are alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I love those movies, but it, it, Evil Batman. That's like the Justice League's worst nightmare. Evil Batman be like, stop talking. <laughs> We can do that all day. But oh no! Yeah. This 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 is a pretty cool Batman. I liked it. Okay. Um, like, wait, who who are the heroes kind of trying to stop Batman? Um, the let's see, we got Constantine. Okay. We got Superman with no powers. What? Okay, hold up. <laughs> that's that's wacky. Evil Batman and no power. Uh, uh, a regular Superman. So this is a few, this is like in a reality where um, Darkseid wins. Oh. And one of the things he decided to do was infuse kryptonite into uh, Superman's blood. Oh, is this? I think this is the one where like Superman is like half infected. Mm-hmm. I think. Yep, yeah, he has like green eyes and stuff. Going oh on. yeah, okay. I saw this one. This yeah, this was a really good one because yeah, Batman was like Batman was like a slave of like Darkseid or something yes. like that, right? Yeah. Okay. Now I remember. Yeah, that was that was a really really good one. Oh yeah, because they had to like go back in time or something like that. Yeah, they oh. had to like they had to save Flash because he was he oh god oh. he was being used as a power source by running in a hamster wheel. Oh, Apocalypse was a monster, man. Oh 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 dark oh dark side dark side. My god, I you know what I. I need to rewatch it because yes. I, I remember it being re- really good. I was like, "Wait, this sounds this really, is really does... good, man!" But we're not here to talk about all that. Yeah, we're yeah, here look. to talk about the spooky stuff ah, spooky because, stuff. of course, this is Spooky Month, and what's a spooky month without spooky talk? With a spooky podcast, I I'm down for the spooky stuff. This is why Michael's really not here. He's not a good, he's not big in spooky stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not really his forte, but that's cool. That's why we're here. That um, is why we're cause here. Because I, I, enjoy, I enjoy the spookiness every now and then. I do as well. Horror things are my jam, and here we are. Okay. So let's jump in with something real easy. Ah. Something that uh, oh. I want to hear Matt's opinion on, cause I'm sure, because as the resident Fortnite player. Okay. He he can give me some real insight on why the hell Chris and Jill from the famed Resident Evil series <laughs> is in this goddamn game. Okay, uh, so I would say mostly it's gonna be um with any of these licensee things, um, or with licensed characters being in Fortnite. I think people kind of just don't realize that it's. The company they're owned by fault that they're in the game. It's like, hey, I remember somebody saying like, "How Fortnite ruined these characters for me?" I was like, "You mean the company that owns these characters ruined them for you? They wouldn't, they wouldn't be in Fortnite unless they had the company's explicit permission." And so I'm just looking at it like, if you're mad about Jill and Chris being in Fortnite, blame Capcom. They want the money. Capcom does want that money because they've been, they've been. Doling out a whole bunch of characters, and 
and and so like yeah because it all started with ryu and chun li being in fortnite and everybody was like oh my god it's ruined you ruined you ruined street fighter fortnite first of all capcom ruined street fighter so let's get that straight um second of all how my whole thing is just like you don't play this game and you don't like this game so don't pay attention to it i don't think these characters being in fortnite means it's a bad thing it's a cash grab from epic because there are people who are like hey chris and jill from resident evil i know these characters i also like fortnite i think i would like to play these characters in fortnite i think the weird thing is and somebody made a good point of this on twitter is that like it's weird when characters who don't normally use a gun are in fortnite like superman yeah like superman venom most marvel characters and stuff <laughs> like dr doom has a shotgun why um that's a great question i would love to place dr doom as as a man with a shotgun because i mean why not i i played i played that battle pass of fortnite it was actually not it was actually not terrible it was a pretty it was a pretty fun thing that they did because uh, they also had like this mode where you can use like uh the powers from like certain characters too uh that was fun like dr doom had like all these like blasts and everything like that you could do like the super jump it was amazing um but that was quite a while ago i really wish i liked fortnite enough to have enjoyed that but unfortunately it's not my jam and i'd say okay i i look at fortnite like this it's interesting that Jill and Chris are in Fortnite. Jill looks a lot better than Chris. For some reason, Chris animates weird. And it's specifically his Resident Evil Village like attire that, that looks weird. The one where he looks like a, a, a homeless slasher? Yes. That 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 is the that is like an extra like part of that skin and it it looks weird. His face looks terrible. Alright. And then, uh, but they got boulder punching, Chris. So, like, that's great. Well, we're gonna play that game again, where I Google things in the middle of the show, so I can see what the hell is going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, it's not, it's like not fun. Uh, for Jill, they used uh, Resident Evil One Jill, and they also used uh, Resident Evil Re- uh, Three Remake Jill. Eh, I can get with that. I'm alright with that. Yeah, yeah, like they both look great, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> What is this? Yo! I look, I told you. It he is. He looks like a predator! <laughs> Not a predator. What is this? Why does he look like this? Uh, oh, I don't like that. Um, yeah. Jill looks good. Oh, Jill looks amazing. Yeah, Jill looks great. But. Jill, Jill Chris, looks fantastic. Chris looks. <laughs> Chris looks like hard garbage. He looks like the boulder won that fight. Chris. Ooh. Chris looks like he needs uh, 62 cents to get on the bus. <laughs> Not 62 cents to get on the bus. Chris Chris needs something. He needs a shave. Oh, man. Like, I looked and I was, I was, I was just, I was like, what? Why? Why is this a thing? Why, why are we doing this Fortnite? Okay. All right, Chris. So, you got it. So, and yeah, like I said. It's not a bad. It's not necessarily a bad thing that these characters are in Fortnite. It's a, it's a cash grab. Epic wants your money, and they're gonna get your money because they're gonna keep putting characters that people like in these games, where or, or in this game where it's um, you know, it's just like yeah, you want to play a Sarah Connor from the Terminator? You can do that. Mega Man and Roller gonna come to Fortnite eventually. That actually would be a terrible idea, to be honest. 
I don't see why it wouldn't happen. It's gonna be funny to see Mega Man with a gun. Oh well, yeah. Like, that's gonna be the best thing. Like Ryu with a gun is weird, but also like Ryu's in, also in Smash Brothers. So right, like, he's held worse things like a baseball bat. This is true. I would be terrified if Ryu with a baseball bat came at me. <laughs> I think I'm more scared of Ryu with a bat than Ryu with a gun. That's fair. I think I'm yeah. And you know what? We're going to leave it there and move on to something a little spookier. Okay. <laughs> Halloween kills, right? Okay. Uh, uh, what's, what's going on with Halloween Kills? Because there, there's been a little bit of controversy surrounding this uh, movie. So, there's a lot going on with Halloween Kills. The fact that it's not a great movie, but... I, I've heard that. Like I've people said, not that, a single good thing about this movie. People said that and it sucked. And I'm, I'm like, I still need to go and watch it. I'd argue Halloween hasn't been good for a while, but that's just me. I would say the the like first initial reboot they did of it was really good, and then everything like kind of after it just didn't make sense. I kind of feel like they should just let Michael Myers rest, like they did to Jason Voorhees. They're gonna make a new Friday the Thirteenth movie. I don't know what you, I don't know what you're talking about, but th- that's coming. Like I feel like I feel like those kind of movies are coming back, or or or, or they could do something interesting like they're doing with Chucky right now and make it into a series. I could live. You know what? I will definitely sit down and watch a Jason um, whole like, like series. I'd watch that. Yeah, that be, that'd be a good thing to watch. I think like the funny thing about Chucky, like sidebar, really quick, is like, did you see that like meme that was going around of like Chucky like uh, supporting their <laughs> supporting his gender fluid child? Yes, I th- I thought that I was like, you know what? We love to see it. Look at that character growth. He may be evil, but he's not a monster. Exactly. He's cool with murder. We're not down with transphobia, and we love to see it. Speaking of uh, LGBT hate, um, oh. Michael Myers is actually being accused of some uh, homophobia. What? For <laughs> huh? <laughs> huh? Wait, huh? Who? Uh, yeah, Michael. For- Mike, Michael. Michael. Uh, I hate Jamie Lee Curtis Myers. Is a homophobic? Yeah. Um, because How? he killed the gay couple. That's about it. Huh. Um, that would also make uh, Pennywise a clown homophobic because he also killed a gay couple in uh, It Chapter 2. I don't think that's necessarily the case. You know what? He, uh, like, Let's Michael put- Myers kills people. Also, wouldn't that make him a racist and a misogynist? Yes. Because he kills women and he kills black people? Oh, he also killed firefighters and people took issue with that or something? Red Lives Matter. Yo, I almost dropped this microphone. Uh, but Red Lives Matter, Anthony. Stop. Stop um, that. Ooh, pause. No. I, do you not care about our first responders? What about our firefighters who risk their lives every day look, to stop fires? Look, if it weren't for firefighters, I'd still have my original Super Nintendo and PS1 th- today. So oh. how about that? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Dark, dark pass yeah. unlocked. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll get to that another time. That's fine, but I so, mean, people are mad at Michael Myers for killing. That at that point, it's just like, why are you why are you watching these movies? Like everything can't be like this super woke. Like everybody's like you know this, everybody's that because of because people dying. Like Michael Myers kills people. He don't care whether you're black, white, gay, purple. He's gonna he, you're gonna die because you're in his way. And I think if people just got out of his way, they wouldn't die. 
You know what's also really weird? What? I kind of feel like this isn't all the public's fault. I think this is also the media's fault. Because as you said about uh, Pennywise, right? Yeah. I, I, I played the game Google in the middle of the show again. Yes. And I looked up Pennywise homophobic. I want to hear two headlines. Oh, 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 Lord. It Chapter 2's gay bashing scene exploits a real-life killing for cheap scares. That's the first one. Uh-huh. The second one is It Chapter 2, why the, the why its depiction of homophobic violence is actually a positive. Bro, what? <laughs> and, of course, I get, well, I mean, it's two different publications, so it's two different views. Uh, But also, both of those are very crunchy. Yeah, right. Both of these are two extremes of one view, right? Uh-huh. So I think this may be the case for Mr. Myers here. We all know that Myers is a equal opportunity murderer. Yes. Between I... if you have flesh, he will cleave it. <laughs> this, this is true. I've, I've seen plenty of Halloween movie where he's he just kill people. I mean, as long as your name isn't Jamie Lee Curtis, you are probably going to get cut by Mr. Myers here. Yeah, it's 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 so odd that like I like I like I I think at this point it's like Jamie Lee Curtis. Can we stop making these movies? You you've been in enough Halloween movies and this man ain't killed you yet. Like we get it. You're a badass. All right. We've been saying you're a badass for years. We get it. We you're bored. <laughs> Chill. Not bored. Do something else. <laughs> Literally anything else. Uh, look, I yeah, I I think Halloween, especially like this kind of iteration of Halloween, has been running on a little too long. Um, I I like I still haven't. I still need to watch the movie myself in order to gauge like the full kind of um. Bro, she is 62. 62? She's 62. She looks good for 62. I agree. But also, yeah, these movies have gone on for way too long. It, I think it's time to kind of hang this up so we can get to other stuff. Um, Like, what? what is the point? Like, Michael Myers just, like, kills Jamie Lee Curtis, who I think is supposed to be, like, his sister or something. I'm almost I, certain that she's, like, his sister. And Unless and they rebooted and, it and made her something else. I, I don't know anymore. And it's and I, Michael Myers is old. Like, dude, you moving pretty good for an old dude. Um, that he is running on pure like spite or hate or or like just the urge to kill, and that motivates people. So we gotta applaud him for that. He's persistent. You know what? As a person who is also powered by hatred and the urge to like, <laughs> maybe not kill. But an urge to get you away from me, I understand. Okay, I'm a hateful guy sometimes. So you and resonate with that? I do. Okay. He's an icon in my book. He's not homophobic. <laughs> All right, we don't know that he killed gay people. I'm, he's killed plenty of straight people. Is he straightophobic? Look, is he heterophobic for we, killing straight? I'll allow heterophobia. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, name, buddy. name one good thing straight people have done besides create me. So we're gonna move on <laughs> to the Resident <laughs> Evil trailer. Oh, okay. Um, uh, wow. How, how do you, how do you feel about it? So, if you had told me that this was like some kind of budget straight to streaming film, huh. I'd be like, you know what? Okay, that's like, her. But some of that CGI. 
Yeah, that one, that one monster especially they showed it like the end of it with all like right, a, that was with like the bulging. And I was like, that, uh, was... that don't look great. Also, uh, racists are not happy with this movie. <laughs> um, it's, no. For for all of you who don't know and everything, they kind of like took some liberties with and ethnicities of two major characters in the Resident Evil franchise. They colored with a slightly off white crayon on some of these colors. Uh, uh yeah. People. Um, Jill Valentine and uh, I believe Leon Scott Kennedy are not white in this movie. Uh, and people are not happy with that. I forget the actors' uh, names who are playing these characters, but yeah, people are just aren't happy with like these the the weirdness that they. I I, well, I wouldn't say weirdness and everything. I don't care. I don't think. I don't think uh, for Jill Valentine or Leon Scott Kennedy that their race is important to their character. Uh, these here char- we go. Uh, I got some names. Okay, so we got Avon Jogia. Well, that's a. And you said Jill too, right? Yeah. Hannah John Kamen, Common. Oh, okay. Um, she, I, I believe she, Hannah was in. Uh, she was the main villain in the uh, Ant Man sequel. So, like, she's been in a couple things here and there, but it's also just funny. I'm like, Jill has blue eyes. Like anybody with blue eyes could play Jill. It's not that terrible. It's really not. Um, I kind of like it. I don't. I don't think it really matters for like. Leon as well. Anybody could be named Leon. Like, how many white men you know named Leon? I don't know that many. I don't think it really matters. It really don't. Like, and and it's also just like, why? Look, there are more important things like the ethnicities of these characters. Like this bad CGI that you mentioned before. Like that's that's kind of more important to me. Here's the thing, right? Resident Evil is a series that I find it weird to take seriously. Yes, it is a horror icon, and yes, it has horror elements in it. But let's not forget how goddamn B movie campy it is. <laughs> this is true. Um, let's let us not forget the famous Jill Sandwich meme. Well, so, not meme, but you know the clip of uh, Jill Sandwich. I don't think I have the reference for that either. Ah, yes. Um, there was a scene in Resident Evil 1 when mm-hmm. they had the uh, FMVs of real people acting these things out. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find the exact quote of the uh, Jill sandwich. Ah. Uh, oh, from like from the first game, right? Where they like from like the little movies and everything they had in the game. Well, this particular part was uh pixelated. Mm. But it was from a bad English translation. Uh-huh. And uh <laughs> It was after she was uh, saved from a uh, like a falling ceiling. Not a uh-huh. falling ceiling. It was like a trap where the ceiling was about to come down and crush her. Okay. And she was saved by Barry Burden. And he goes, you were almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> um, okay. I, I, I think I would have. I ha- think you, you'd have to watch it. Yeah. You'd have to I, watch it. I, 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 I should probably watch it. I could watch it, like, after we get done with the right, show. Right. Yeah, trust me. It's it's as stupid as it sounds, though. My personal favorite uh, Resident Evil moment was in Resident Evil Revelations, huh. where um, Jill gets transported to a room, and her teammate is looking for her. And he's like, Jill, where are you? And she goes, I don't know. A room, I think. 
I'm, what's my favorite Resident Evil moment? Uh, well, I'm going to reference 4. Cause... I'm sure it's from 4. I'm not even surprised it's from 4. <laughs> Look, that's my favorite Resident Evil game. Hey, I won't take it from you. It's a great game. Uh, It's 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 probably one of the... Uh, I think it's probably the only... Re- oh, no. I've played 5 and beaten 5, so... Um, about campy. That's that's campy. Oh God, that game is so camp. Um, Resident Evil Four is a little camp, but not as not as much as Five. Resident Evil Four is campy in a way that it's like really fun. It's a fun game. I think one of my favorite moments um, from Resident Evil Four is towards the end of the game where like Leon like saves the day and he has like that little moment with Ashley on a jet ski, mm-hmm. and she's like. <laughs> I th- no, it was the meme specifically that stemmed from that, where I I won't reference the meme and everything because like you know slurs and all that, and so yeah. we can't say it. But that was probably like, and you know, it's terrible to kind of reference that, but at the same time, it was very funny because that's exactly what happened in that in that moment. And uh, I yes, where Ashley tried to uh, give Leon her thank you. Ah yes, that, and yeah. he said no thanks. <laughs> I gotta save the world, stupid. <laughs> like, that, like, that, like that's that's might as well what Leon said because it was it was it was literally that, and I was like, this game was worth it. It was perfect. Leon um, is one of the best protagonists of Resident Evil because that game with him is great. He he is such like a cocky piece of trash sometimes. Look, Raccoon City changed him. Like he's like such a hot shot. And you know what? I guess when you're facing chainsaw people, stupid creatures with biothermal weak points that you have to use stupid scopes to see. Oh, God. Sorry, that was a that was a thing. I know, I know, and, uh, I know. Caterpillar I know. people. Uh, oh, when you got to deal with stuff like that. You can't face it with a uh, hesitation and fear. Yeah, that's true. It's just um, funny that the men of stars are always like <laughs> women. Uh, the mission. <laughs> <laughs> this is true because I because I, I, I think it kind of goes back to the beginning of Resident Evil where like people saw Chris and Jill's like they need to be together and it's like zombies how do you find a ship in a zombie game like they, they're trying to escape a zombie nightmare and you guys are just like I think it'd be really cool if they got cozy together it's trauma bonding that's 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 a whole thing so yeah um, as far as the Resident Evil that like that new movie that's coming out next month, I I might be willing to go see it. Like it it might be a good time. Who knows? I am willing to go see it too. I do think it will be fine. Okay. I, I don't think it's gonna be groundbreaking. I don't think it's gonna be. Oh my god, they finally did a great Resident Evil movie, or you know, people comparing it to other video game movies and thinking it's great or bad or whatever. I, I don't think it's going to be on this level of things like the Sonic movie. That is fair. Uh, and the Sonic movie was great because it was still kind of its own thing, but still very Sonic with like references. And I think that's how video game movies should be done. Right. If we try to do a one-to-one to the video game, it's just not going to work. It'll never work. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a little hard to do. And we'll, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about resident evil later, uh, in our, in our retrospective later in the show. Um, I think it's time to kind of move on to another thing. All right. That that uh we got coming up next. Let's see what do we got here. Ah, yes, now we're just talking about spooky games we think you should play. Um, so, of course, seeing that this is the spooky month, 
we all hope that you all are enjoying it and playing spooky games. So we've picked out two in particular that myself and Matt have both played very thoroughly ah. and enjoyed very thoroughly. Yes. And that's blasphemous. Oof. Now, anybody who re- like regularly listens to Rushdown Radio knows I'm always looking for a good indie title for you all to play. This is true. This is the one that I think is perfect for right now because Blasphemous is a great time. It's a difficult time, but yeah. it's a great time. It's 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 uh for those who who don't know, Blasphemous is a uh, Metroidvania game. If you don't want to know what a Metroidvania game is, uh, just pretty much think about Metroid and Castlevania, and think about like those games, and there you go. Um, it is a Metroidvania where you pretty much do a lot of exploration. You get items to kind of uh go and backtrack into other areas to grab like, you know, collect stuff and basically kind of beat God at the end of the game. Uh, kind of literally and figuratively at this point. Yeah, especially in Blasphemous, it you, is you a do attack and dethrone God. Uh. Yeah, it is, I would say the overall story of Blasphemous uh, has to do with, like, Spanish Christianity. Uh, it, well, it's very it's very much inspired by Spanish Christianity. Um, and basically, so one day, uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know the story of Blasphemous, one day a man was like, God, I need to be punished. And so the higher-ups was like, I bet. And they turned him into a tree uh this tree is this tree like secretes a kind of like golden burning like juice every year on the day he like wished for that and so they decided like hey if he wants to be punished why don't we punish everybody and so the great miracle was born and they call it the miracle because lots of great and terrible things happen to the people of Custodia. I think that's, yeah, that's the name of, like, mm-hmm. uh, the land that Blasphemous takes place. And boy, are those people suffering. Because while he asked for suffering, not everybody else did. And they suffered in a lot of ways. Let's see. One dude got turned into a tree. One dude is cursed to just take out the entire pilgrimage of, like, his arms bounded in a stone tied to his beard. Oh, oh, yeah. Rodento. Yes. Poor, poor Rodento. Um, there's also that one woman who, like, is consistently being, like, whipped uh, because, like, she's suffering for, like, the sins of others. It's a very messed up game. Oh, um, what about the woman who assists you through some of the boss fights and by the last time she's, like, dead? Oh, Viridiana. Yes. Well, the thing is, I don't use Viridiana that much. So, like, I like because I try to avoid that. I'm like, I don't want Viridiana to die. So, I I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't think she was gonna die, but I mean that's fair. Um, but essentially, you play uh the silent hero, the penitent one, who it like, and boy is that man silent because he don't say nothing. Nothing. You just take hits and you're like killing enemies, and they're like sorrowful be the heart probably one of my favorite quotes in video games today and boy does the penitent one go through a lot especially when you get like the uh free dlc that blasphemous has also has another free update coming up in 
uh november or december i I believe late i know it's late on this year so it's a great time to get into the game uh yeah because i think it's uh it consistently goes on sale so if you haven't played blasphemous go play that now very very good game very nice movement options Uh, very beautiful game oh yeah like as far as like pixel as far as like pixel uh art goes like probably one of the one of my favorite like pixelated um metroidvania games and you would think that with pixels you couldn't show gore. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, this game, yeah. This game's um, got you covered if you like gore. It's it's uh, yeah, it's very gory, very disturbing at times too. Yeah, sometimes you just kind of go like, I don't like that. Why did they do that? Um, especially with like some of the things they've added in the DLC. Uh, and the DLC is really good too, especially for free DLC really really nice the stir of dawn is probably one of my favorite additions to it um the penitent system i'm not happy about it if you if for those of you who don't know the penitent system is something they add after you've beaten the main game once and the penitent one has like these kind of penitents that he has to go through to complete the game and he gets like a very special item uh or very special prayer bead which is kind of like your uh buffs throughout the game uh, he gets a prayer relating to that penitent. There is one that nerfs your uh fervor meter. Um, it nerfs your strength, it nerfs uh your strength and everything. So you do half damage. Um, but you get um, uh, I think you do half damage, but you get more kind of like magic. Um, that took me forever to finish. That was I'm sure that was not a fun time. I'm sure that was rough you you wouldn't believe how long it took me to like complete that on that on that penitent i was not having a great time i'm so sorry um there's another one that kind of i would say it's probably one of the best ones it, it's the uh penitent of the heart where instead of getting a health bar you get orbs um so you get these like life orbs and everything and every time you take a damage it takes one orb away but you can only like so like no matter what you do it only takes the or- like no matter uh like what um attack you get hit with so attack that would probably normally kill you would only take that one orb and that was really good that sounds pretty good oh yeah especially like like, especially once you increased your health orbs that was probably one of the best parts of the game to me because i could still attack and everything and not have to take 10 years to kill an enemy that was that was one of the best ones i'm on the last penitent right now which is the uh penitent of guilt um that one is a little difficult as well. What's this one do? So this one uh, kind of nurse the tears of atonement that you take, which is uh, kind of like your money in the game. So um, every time you die, uh, all the tears of atonement that you have are locked to the uh, kind of like marker that you have from when you last died. Mm-hmm. And so um, if you don't collect it, you lose all those and so had to kind of start over from uh like square one um there's something else involved with it too i haven't played the game in a while so like i need to get back to it especially before this dlc comes out it's it's a lot and it kind of it kind of makes things a little difficult too but still really fun love blasphemous i i still say go play this game like i could talk about it all day so much so much stuff happens in this game and it's and it's very dark and the final boss is ooh. Like the bo- the bosses in this game is really really good too. Very good. Um, 
And let's see. And I think we also have, we're talking about the Castlevania collection, right? Yes, we're also talking about Castlevania. Uh, because, I mean, of all the games out of here that are, like, spooky, Castlevania ain't the spookiest, but man, does it try. It's got all the nice monsters. It's got mummies. It's got zombies. It's got vampires. It's got werewolves. It's got all the nice horror staples. Yeah, it even has, like, you know, things that you wouldn't think would be, like, um, let's see, what's a what's a weird kind of, like, enemy in, like, Castlevania? Medusa Head. Okay, I, I've had I've had my fair share of run-ins with Medusa Heads. Vermin. Um, Random Doll. Oh, yeah. Hellhounds. Hmm? Hellhounds. Hellhounds. Birds. Uh... A dude on the ho- on like half a horse, but he's attached to the half a horse. I, I which game is that? Because I forget. Um, that is Aria of Sorrow. Ah, yeah, he's like attached to half a horse, and the horse is, is just riding. Um, a giant chicken that can turn you to stone. Oh yeah, the cockatrice. Yes, I I hate those things. A floating eyeball. Did I mention birds? Yes, birds. You said okay. birds. Um, a lion's head on a wheel that's on fire. Oh yeah, those those stupid things. A slasher, just just a random dude <laughs> who throws knives. It's like, yeah, I've been employed by Dracula to like annoy you at every turn. Yeah, and then you can just duck the knife and just throw your own knives or something. There you go. Um, a minotaur, living armor, um, battle maids, living swords, living. So- I hate those. I I hate those too. I hate them so much. Uh, but in terms of Cal, I mean these these enemies are kind of spread all throughout Castlevania. But uh, I would say, like, what Castlevanias uh, have you been playing recently? I have actually been playing the Castlevania Collection that came out recently because I mean, four games for twenty bucks. Of course, I'm playing that, uh, and, and they're all good. They're all from the uh, Game Boy Advance era, and they're all good. They're all great. I love each and every one of them. Okay. Uh, what games are specifically in the collection for those who don't know? Let's see. We have Aria of Sorrow. Mm-hmm. We have... It's basically Rondo of Blood. Uh, what are the other two? Well, time to play that game. <laughs> uh, I believe Circle of the Moon is one of them as well. And yes. That, that was the one I played. I I really liked Circle of the Moon. It was probably one of my favorite Castlevanias I've I played. haven't jumped into that one yet very far. Mm-hmm. I have only played like maybe an hour of it because I I really just want to play Aria of Sorrow again. I love that game. Oh, yeah. That's that's the one with uh, Soma Cruz as the protagonist, right? Yes. Okay. And everybody's like, I'm, I'm oh, wondering. but actually my name is. <laughs> but actually my name is. And it's like, come on, guys. That's fair. Uh, ah, Dracula X, which is basically Rondo Blood. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was on Game Boy Vans. That's weird. It was, yes. Huh. But yeah, um, Aria of Sorrow, Rondo Blood, Circle of the Moon, and there's one more. The one with, like, I think his name is, like, Juices, Juxes or something. Uh, That's the other Juices? one I've played, maybe, like, is, an is hour it, of. Wasn't it Harmony of Dissonance or something like that? Yes. Okay. Yes, it was. As you can see, I basically bought this for Aria of Sorrow because I've only played like an hour of these other games. That's fair. Uh, I wonder if the old like cheat codes still work for it. That's a great question. I haven't tried because um, I was thinking about getting it, but I was, uh, but I would probably get it to specifically play um, Circle of the Moon. I forget who was the protagonist of that game, but it seems pretty interesting. Circle of the Moon. Let's find out which Belmont that was. 
because I think uh, the only non-Belmont protagonist we have here is Selma Cruz. But isn't he? Isn't Selma Cruz like a descendant of the Belmonts or something like that? Selma Cruz is a uh, reincarnation of Dracula. Oh, so he's closer to Alucard than the Belmonts. That's fair. But yeah, no one's supposed to know that. That's that's a surprise tool they use for later. <laughs> okay. Let's see. I would say, how do you feel about like Castle uh, Vanya? I never go Nathan Belmont. Nathan. Oh, I'm sorry, Nathan Graves. He's, what? He's Nathan Graves. He's not a Belmont. Is he a descendant of the Belmonts, or at least related to them? I mean, he has a whip. That's not what I asked. <laughs> He's Belmont esque. He's Belmont adjacent. He has a whip. Okay, you know what? Fine. I need to. I need to play it again. So uh, one of these days, if I have like the extra uh, scroll, I will. I will go purchase it because I. I. I do want to play Aria of Sorrow. I had because there was a sequel, Dawn of Sorrow, on the DS, right? Which is also amazing. Um, I think I had Dawn of Sorrow, or I had Portrait. No, I had. Uh, I had a, quite a few like Castlevania DS games. Like Order of Ecclesia, great game, love that game. Very oh good. yeah, uh, I would like to play that game again if you could, um, like you know, when you're done borrowing it, sir. This is a podcast. <laughs> we can we can discuss that on non-podcast time. Wow, wow! I can't believe that we are talking <laughs> about this here on this podcast. It's a Castlevania game, and it's related to what we're talking about, sir. Sir. Okay. I I will bring that up later. Bring, okay, okay. Um, but in. also play the Castlevania DS games. Those are really. Wa- I wonderful. wish that had a collection because man, I'd play all those games. I I, I I think that's coming up soon. Um, they should do like a Castlevania 3D collection too. Now we're getting a little crazy. Uh, okay, hold up. To be fair, I've been watching Matt McMuscles play Castlevania 64, and I kind of want to play it again. All right, you getting a little you you getting a little spicy there. You you talking about three uh, D Castlevania? Okay, look, it wasn't the greatest, but also I had a lot of fun with Castlevania Six Four. I actually own that game, so it was it was one of it was one of those things where like playing him playing it was like, oh, maybe I need to play this game again because it didn't look bad. It was bad, but it wasn't that bad. You know what I mean? I hear you. But I just. I think of some of the games that are out there. You ever play uh, Castlevania Curse of Darkness? Curse of Darkness. I have not. People who have played Castlevania Curse of Darkness probably don't like the animated series because the protagonist was Hector. Oh, 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 that's the PS2 game. Yes. Oh, right. And uh, Hector, to say that he was drastically different is an understatement. I remember that. As was Isaac. Oh no, I I know I I know about Isaac in uh, Curse of Darkness. Although and, I would say animated series Isaac was much better oh, than yeah. Curse of Darkness Isaac, while Curse of Darkness Hector leagues better than um, animated show Hector. Hector. Yeah, and I speak from a place of bias because I absolutely despise Hector, and every time he was harmed, I was happy. <laughs> Actually, that kind of leads into like the next thing we were supposed to talk about anyway. Yes, that, the show. Um, I loved the Castlevania series uh, on Netflix. I. Like, and I know there are people who are like, "This is terrible. It's a mockery of the Castlevania series." Shut up. Yeah. Okay. That, that's how I feel about it. That 
animated series was fantastic. All of it. Every single bit of it. Now, I know there are people who feel strongly about it, and they're like, well, in the lore... Okay? That's how I feel about what you have to say. Um... I like I could go through like the entirety of like Castlevania because I've rewatched it like several times uh, from start to finish because it's really that good. Like I I liked how they kind of did it too where they like tease us a little bit with like the first season with those just those four episodes. Yes. Um, and I think that was like probably the only like blight I have to say about it. There are other little like irritating things too, but that was probably one of the most irritating. Uh, like start off with four like four um. F- with four episodes in the first season where like you know this woman lisa from lupu like goes on goes on knocking at dracula's castle is like yo drac make me a doctor and drac's like what the hell is this who are you why are you in my house you don't pay bills here so you can leave and she's like look i'm trying to be a learned okay i want to learn things and i want to help people and Dracula's like, I don't do that. I bite people, and I will bite you. And she's like, look, you need to learn some manners. Um, also, like, I could teach you to be nice again. And Dracula's like, hmm, you're interesting. You're not afraid of me. Let's see. I think see. I might like you. Right? And then, like, fast forward 20 years later, Lisa is getting fried up, like, you know, like, <laughs> like a 20-piece at Harold's heart. And... Dracula like comes back and is like, yo, where my wife at? What happened? Yeah, she... Old woman's like, look, they took her to the state because they think she's a witch. And Dracula's like, what? Hold on. This can't be happening. Let me go see about this real quick. The bishop was like, look, your wife was a witch and you ain't real because you're the devil, but you're not real. And Dracula's like, okay, y'all got, y'all got one year to move up out of this piece. And if you don't, that's your ass. And And so like, you know, humans they don't listen because especially they even through a party right they're like man remember we killed a little girl a year ago look fried fried a real nice didn't she yeah she did she was pretty crispy <laughs> dracula came out of the sky I was like oh she's oh, crispy huh <laughs> like oh y'all y'all celebrating like re- like remember i told y'all how y'all needed to leave a year ago it's too late now um Get them, boys. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> so the night creatures, uh, pretty much kind of ruined that one little city, uh, or I think it was Targovist. I, I think that's like one of my favorite things about the series is the names of something like Wallachia, Targovist. It's Grigit. all so European, <laughs> and and it's still wonderful. Like it just rolls off the tongue sometimes. Like Grigit, it does. love that. Like who doesn't like stuff like that? Um, so yeah, Dracula's like y'all kill my wife, so I hate all humans and you're gonna die yep and uh oh did they die oh oh lots lots of blood guts and gore in castlevania but it, but it's so good i love it at least it wasn't gore for like the sake of it there was a lot of development there was a lot of character interactions i thought were great um isaac is best boy oh yeah absolutely isaac one of my favorite characters in the series I do really like the main three, though, because um, uh, for those of you who don't know, Trevor Belmont is the kind of pr- main protagonist of the Castlevania show. Uh, he is also uh, accompanied by Saifa Belnades, uh, also best girl. Oh, always best girl. Yeah, Saifa, best girl, hands down. Alucard, second best boy. Trevor doesn't deserve her. 
I'm Trevor doesn't deserve a lot of things. He he is he is a whole trash man. But like, look, he saved the day. He had magical uh, death killing knife at the end of it. If it w- we'll circle back to that statement. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Sec. All right. So you know, I said this was perfect, but there are there's like one big gripe I kind of have with it. Okay. What's the it? handling of Saint Germain. Okay. Look, Saint Germain was a little wacky. There, to be fair, my man's got manipulated, but also he didn't really have to do all that. I like I liked his character at first in like season three. I I did too. That's what I'm saying though. In season, he said season two, right? No, season three. Season that's, three. that's 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 what sounds that, that was that was. Oh god, that arc. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. was no good ending there. <laughs> that that mayor was also fuck shit. Oh ah uh, ah uh, yes, the judge. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, the judge. He was on the. Oh God! I mean, it was it was it was bad, but like you know, hey, we all got our secrets. <laughs> we all got our secrets. Yeah, like you know, he's like, look, burn my house down. Y'all don't need to go up in there. Don't investigate. So it's, it's all good. I'm dead. Who cares? <laughs> Damn, he might as well just send a letter. Don't even worry about it. Look, that's literally what he said. Mind like, your business, right? Burn my house down. Don't don't worry about like you know all the secret killings I've been doing. All that all that secret murder. Pff, don't worry about that. Exactly. Just judgment. Look, like look, my look, my town was devastated by a night creature and made all these monks go cuckoo. We don't have I'm to. I'm a wor- good guy, right? <laughs> don't worry about what's in my house. All these I'll mis- go worried about what's in your house, right? <laughs> Do I go into your town looking for missing children and stuff, missing adults? Stupid! <laughs> I don't know what toilet paper is, but you go sit there and investigate my house. You're you're dumb. Okay, stay out of my <laughs> stay out of my shit, Trevor and Cipher. Ain't nobody <laughs> asked you to investigate me. What are you? What are you? Child Protective Services? Shut up! Yo. <laughs> <laughs> the judge might as well have said that. I'm yeah. Just, <laughs> But but, uh, but more more to the point. Yes, Saint Germain, <sighs> wonderful character in season three. Oh, I yeah. thought it was great. His heel turn in season four, though. Ooh. Ooh, oh yeah, that, was that got a dark. little much. It, you, it, it got a little dark. It, it wasn't even. It was dark. It was like a complete one eighty that didn't seem to make a whole lot of sense to me uh so apparently the story for season four got kind of got a rush because the head writer for castlevania got in a little hot water Mm. uh because of allegations so that's why like everything's a little weird okay because that would explain a lot a lot yes that that that, if, if you think like season four felt a little rushed and everything uh some things felt a little unfinished it's because of that yeah like the death reveal I thought the death reveal was probably one of the best uh, moments of season four. I wouldn't say it was bad, but it was sudden. Well, uh, they were kind of alluding to it from, like, the beginning. Well, like, you know, uh, Trevor and Cypher were kind of, like, exploring, like, all those other, like, little places. And then they get to, like, the thing where, like, and Trevor's, like, explaining, like, oh, yeah, that's what death looks like or whatever. And death is, like, a vampire and everything who feeds on death instead of, like, blood. It's quirky. <laughs> Look at me being different. I mean, I'm deaf. I feed on death, not I mean, blood, because I'm different. I'm a, I'm a vegan vampire, stupid. Wow. Here's the thing, though. I wouldn't mind that death was there. I That's not my deal. Okay. Who death was was, oh. like, the thing for me. Well, 
the funny thing was is like the thing that i didn't like didn't catch at first uh also spoilers because like yeah um yeah death is in it if you haven't seen castlevania already but also if you haven't seen castlevania already what's taking you so long do you not have netflix i'll give you my netflix like don't, i don't I, do that because you're gonna get so many people like uh where's your netflix bro oh um i'm also a habitual liar so there we go anyway um so yeah if you haven't seen this uh def was a character called varney but the funny thing was was like they kept alluding to his stench and i was like huh it, it made sense at the end of it but it was also really stupid that they snuck it in there where they were saying that like this boy you stank like and i can smell you coming from a mile away yeah. and i was like oh it's the stench of death teehee not funny very nah, cute they were real cheeky about that um all i got from that was that dude didn't shower and it would amaze me that anybody showered in post dracula world but you know yeah, this, i was gonna say this was the 1400s like late 1400s at that where right, we, like we talking black plague we talking dracula just hit night creatures are a thing right like you know and i mean saint germain did say something about soap and water to like trevor he's like boy you stink he said your tunic dirty you dirty you a bum you you drunk you smell like beer and piss what is wrong with you what happened to the belmonts you have zero drip and we need to fix that (laughs) um yeah that was the thing that was mishandled i i say in season four also like the uh vampire sisters story abruptly came to an end so you know Carmilla, Lenore, oh, Striga, oh, Morana, that, that where I, I I do have to laugh where like Striga was like, look, if Carmilla did, <laughs> Lenore died first because <laughs> I was like, yikes, y'all ain't got one shred of faith for your girl, <laughs> just like Carmilla did. <laughs> look, Lenore died first. That girl can't do nothing. I mean, okay, is that what happened? So Carmilla died before Lenore did, but to be fair carmilla also like killed herself like carmilla was like look i want to see the sun <laughs> well that was lenore lenore is like oh, yeah you're right uh, carmilla she got waxed <laughs> well look isaac almost had her she was like look i win you lose uh you can't kill me because i kill me i'm gone <laughs> basically uh lenore was like me a pet like i made you <laughs> no 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 <laughs> Like, man, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, I'm out. Basically, she just... She's like, She deuces. hit that peace sign, and she's she like, was gone. She's like, the sun, the sun, zero out of ten, mid. Why did, why did I stay up for this? That's how That's how she looked at it. Like, I stayed up, I stayed awake for this. This is the sun. Boy, you, boy, you tripping. I'm out. Say nothing to the moon. Right? Stupid. Like, I'm, I'm out of here, Hector. Have a nice life. I wish you'd have seen more Straga. More, oh god, like that—that that one camp scene and everything where she basically turned into nightmare. So, literally, literally nightmare, literally guts. So here's here's my thing, right? Mm-hmm. If Straga had stayed at the castle, Isaac wouldn't have won. That's fair. I'm putting that out there into the into the world. Oh, Straga would have murdered Isaac. Isaac. <laughs> Just rinsed him. I love Isaac. Isaac is like my favorite character in this show. He that got broke off. 
uh, not with Zaddy Night Creature by no, his side. Even even with Zaddy Night Creature, Zaddy Night Creature was the best. Look, that was like one of the best like non speaking roles in that show. He was like, I'm here to look good and whoop ass, and that's what he did. Like there was a Another lot of the reference to Curse of Darkness. Oh yeah, that was a thing too. Yes, it was. Uh yeah, that was like Isaac's personal demon, and like he like people were like the thirst for that demon was ridiculous. They were like, I want this the demon to ruin me. I'm like, that's a night creature. Y'all out here like, how can we summon him? Filthy, degenerates, all of you. I mean, it's it's kind of appropriate for like Castlevania, like. If these I would say if fuckers out here, right? If I would say if you ain't having sex with a monster these days, what kind of person are you? I don't think I want to know anybody who who wouldn't just wouldn't see that and be like, yeah, I I I I I, I like I only only have sex with humans and everything. Like, stop lying to yourself. You'd hit it. It wouldn't be day. It wouldn't be daylight, but you still do it. Wow. All right. I'm just saying. All right. Like, man. I, I need people to be honest about their morals, but. The sort the 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 moral of the story is go watch Castlevania. It's great. It has so much. We and we've only scraped so much of this. We haven't even gotten to Alucard's arc. Oh, which... <sighs> okay. Pour one out for my boy. He's been through so much. He needs a hug. He needs therapy. My man's needs therapy. Right. You lost. You lost your mom. You lost your dad. You was in the whole probably one of the worst threesomes in media. Okay. Uh, yeah, everything was good till it wasn't. Basically, <laughs> they were like, "Man, he got the throat neckington." You know, they gave him, they gave him a little bit of that swirl that, like, you know, I, I, I don't. And then they were just like, "No one ever helps us after <laughs> being helped profusely." Right? They were like, "Where's the magic? How come you ain't moved this castle?" Uh, <laughs> Alucard was like, "Castle machine broke," and <laughs> they were well, like, "We gonna fix it, <laughs> right? Fix it, or we we kill you." And they tried, and and I I wanted to Sumi and Taka to like, I at least wanted to make it to season four without without dying, but like I mean yeah. they made it there, they just weren't alive. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes on bikes on. If pikes. you want to know what that means, watch Castlevania it's on <laughs> Netflix. Um, yeah, Alucard's arc was I would say it had a decent ending though. Yes, it had a great ending. Like Alucard got what he wanted, and that was the friends who he made along the way. Yeah, that that's his whole story. Um, Trevor and Cypher's arc uh, pretty much came to the same conclusion as well. Look, the second they were talking about how she was pregnant, all I heard was the vampire killer. <laughs> <laughs> Not the theme popping up. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I hate you. <laughs> vampire killer comes on and we, we get the descendant of the Belmonts. I mean, look, Trevor wasn't gone though. He just, I mean, granted, they made it look like he was for the for the longest, and he just had a, a knife fight with death. He literally brought a knife to a, a a side fight with death. He had two whips. Death was like, "Look, you ain't shit. Um, your girlfriend ain't shit. I'm gonna strangle her with your dead soul wrapped I, around." Like death said some really messed up stuff. I was like, "Death, you I need to kill him down." What? What I will say. The budget they had on that fight, bruh. Oh yeah, that that animation was good, and I think that was another weird thing about like season four too. Is like the animation was a little weird in certain areas. It was pretty inconsistent, but that fight, that last fight, they were like, "Look, 
screw everything we've done up to now. Put all the budget here, right here. There you go. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it felt very, like, last battle-like, especially with the way they did everything. Um, actually, that kind of reminds me of what you were talking about earlier with, like, Saint Germain and, like, how his art got messed up. Yes. This man did a yeah like he went to the infinite corridor because he was like looking for his bay he's like look where you at i need to find you and he got manipulated in the infinite corridor she was like look there was some mysterious woman in there she was like hey if you do this like little thing you can get your girl back but also you have to like do some messed up stuff with like death and his wife it's it's a very convoluted thing like put both of their souls in the same body to drive him insane it's gonna be great um but if you do this you can control the infinite corridor he's like hmm do i i get to see bay back and then all his all that work surmounted to i will have sex again and i was like what like you telling me you you're bringing back dracula and his wife's dead soul to put him in this one body of this creature so dracula could go insane with his dead wife's soul inside him also you can get some coochie like that's what you're telling me, Sandra Man. That's why you did all this. That's why you killed all these people. Have you seen dating sites? Okay, I'm not gonna sit there and equate Tinder to like you know, uh, oh, you... a mass murder. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think committing murder in the name of alchemy just to get coochie is amounting I mean, to. I mean, he was just an incel. Look. As long as Sandra Main ain't like a whole type of everything telling you broccoli is man made. He is. I'm not even addressing that. He is. Oh, a yeah, I, I got some TikToks tale. to show you. I'm, he, just, I'm just saying. I, we'll come back to that <laughs> after the show. He is a cautionary tale of what happens when you give incels power. Oh, God. Prove me wrong. And with that, I think <laughs> we'll wrap up the show. Now, of course, we have our, our segment of the sound off. Okay. Matt, you got anything you need to, to yell at the void about? Uh oh wait, we still have to do our Resident Evil retrospective. We still we have been on Castlevania for so long, I forgot about that. All right. Yeah, I was like we can, we can't end the show just yet. You are we, absolutely correct. We I, still we still have to go through the entirety of what is Resident Evil. Oh man, there's so much of that. All right, cool. Let's do that. Um uh, yeah, cuz I was going to say you we could we could talk about the games and the movies. Uh but I think we both have like those kind of small areas of expertise there. I would say I haven't. I haven't seen all the movies. That's fine. Um, the games, the when you want to talk about a series that's wildly inconsistent. Oh yeah, we'll talk about these games though, right? Okay. All right. So I'm gonna go in chronological order. I think I'd like to go. Okay. Of course, there's gonna be some side um, games that I'm just gonna not know what order they go in. That's fine. Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, Resident Evil Zero. Ah. It's it's about as okay as a Resident Evil game can get. It is okay. Is it great? No. Is it bad? Debatable. But it's pretty okay. Okay. Resident Evil One ages like milk if you play the original one, but if you play the remake of it, that's mm. on the GameCube. It still ages a little like milk, but this milk's a little fresher. Okay, so in, instead of instead of like thirty year old milk, it's like it's like fifteen year old milk. Okay, fifteen year old milk is is it's a playable. little bit it's 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 a little bit better than thirty year old milk. Resident Evil Two is in that same boat. If the original wait, one, uh, wait, what are you talking about? Resident Evil Two is the goat, according to Resident Evil fans. Yes, the remake is ah ooh, oh. 
Resident Evil 2 Remake was good. That game is fantastic. That is probably one of the best horror games to ever be created. I love that game. I would, I would, I don't know what I would do for that game, but I would do it. The original one, while still good, that, is that, look, a PS1 game. That game is crunchy, okay? Yes. Like, that that movement, I don't know who thought those tank controls were great. Tank controls, we have advanced beyond the need for tank controls. Let's see, Resident Evil 3. That was a game. Oh, you're not even going to talk about the remake? Remake was also a game. Oh, oh, they oh. They were both games that people could play. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, if they should play them, debatable. I'm, I'm not the authority on what you should do. I'm not your parent. I wouldn't do that. Wait, is uh, but I thought the I thought the remake was good. The remake is oh is is okay. It's fine. It's, oh, it's not it's not Resident Evil Two remake. No, that's a high bar too. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I think Cole Veronica somewhere in there. It is also fine. Okay, it's not my favorite, but I won't say it's a bad game. There are some of these I will say are outright bad. Code Veronica is not one of them. Okay. Let's see. Then we have four. Ugh. Bless. Blessed be. Now, like, I, the, I, the, I want to. The, the, I, I want look, to put out there. I, I'm sorry. It's it's the crux of Resident Evil for me. It I, don't get I, no better I, than that. I won't debate that. But what okay. I will say, the version you play matters. This is true. GameCube version, supreme. <laughs> Immaculate. And, and and people and people like st- I think people are still upset about that to this day. Where it's like, how can the Nintendo? How can a Nintendo product be the best version of something? Because <laughs> they didn't know how to port it to the PS2 for some reason. And 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 every port after that was like the I think the PS2 version. Yeah, which and wasn't great. It was not. And you think with like the GameCube version being there, it would be so easy to port the GameCube version to other Nintendo systems? No. Well, no. They didn't do it. Like I, I, I almost bought the Switch version just so I could like play it again. And they were like, "No, you have these really ridiculous controls from the PS3 era." Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm I'm good. Thank mm-hmm. you. So you can't just pop in your uh, GameCube controller and just play it. You can't. It it, and that's why all the um, re-releases have been weird to me because I didn't know at first that it was the PS2 one. Mm-hmm. But then I learned and I was like, "Yeah, I can stop buying this game now." That's fair. Um. Now, if you grew up with the PS2 one, that's different. But I urge, if you grew up with the PS2 one, I urge you to go back and play the GameCube one. I, I still, still my like my like favorite Resident Evil game. Like it was, everything just felt right on a GameCube controller. Yes. Resident Evil Five. That was a wacky game. That. This is a game that, if you play it with another human being, can be an amazing experience. And if you play it with the AI, though. Oh. You want to talk about a test of patience? You want to know how many times I died because my partner was just a fucking idiot? <laughs> okay, respect black women, because Sheva Alomar was a good partner. Yes, she could have been way better if she didn't realize, oh, um, that'll kill me. This is true. I think that game would have benefited from one of two things. Mm-hmm. A revive system or smarter AI. Yeah, that's true. Um... That was that was weird that they didn't have a revive system when, especially when you could play with a partner. Like that, that would have worked take, out perfectly. Not only was she dumb, she would just take stuff from me. Like, bro, I needed those bullets. These these blue nondescript racially <laughs> ambiguous people are coming towards me, <laughs> and I need bullets. <laughs> not racially nondescript. <laughs> 
I, I like how you said that like there was like a copyright claim or something on this. Like I don't want that's a discussion I don't want. Okay. I have feelings about where well, it was we, set, we, but we I played that game, okay? It look, was I, I I look, I said many a thing about Resident Evil Five. Uh for those of you who don't know, Resident Evil Five takes place in Africa. Guess who's the main uh, main protagonist of Resident Evil Five? Chris Redfield. Who's oh, white? Who when that game came out, I will never forget the day that somebody said that he's not white, he is clear skinned. What? Yeah. Oh, you weren't there for that discourse? No. How he's not how he's not white. He's clear skinned and that makes it okay? Um that's not a thing. Uh two, this man is killing black zombies. Uh so that was a little weird for me. Yeah, not to get too SJW on y'all. But uh that was a white man killing black people with a with a black woman accomplice. I don't even want to talk about like the the nuances of that. But hey, he punched the boulder. Oh my god! <laughs> if if there is one thing that upsets me about Resident Evil Five, people is is that they always mention that moment. I will say this: that was a good boss battle. Can you punch a boulder? Can you punch a boulder? I mean, I can. I don't think I'll do it as effectively as Chris Redfield, but I can. That was—that's why the game is camp because they can't, can't nobody like punch a boulder that many. Did you times. see his arms? <sighs> Did you see his arms? That man was ridiculous. That man swole. was ripped. That man true. had stars. Had the BSAA on his back. You he know- is the mission. <laughs> You know what? Fine. I'll give you that. Oh, another thing that we forgot to mention with uh, Resident Evil, because with Resident Evil 4 uh, came with, like, the uh, the birth of, like, the mercenaries. Ah, uh, yes. Mercenaries mode. I I really like that mode. Yeah, it's a great mode. Uh, I, I, I don't think it was good enough to make its own game like they did for the 3DS. Uh, no, the DS, not the 3DS. No, that was that was 3DS. Was it 3DS? Yeah. You're right, because I was in the age of them trying to put games on there that were relevant and make people want to buy the system, and it didn't work. Yeah, I think it I think it would have worked as, like, a standalone game, maybe on, like, a, uh, a console, not a handheld. Or maybe they could have added it to the game they put on the 3DS later, uh, Revelations. This is true. They could have added to the, added it to that, which was affectionately called Revelations for a while because of a misprint on the uh, on the cover. Huh. I still have that misprint cover because I will never let Capcom forget that they once put Revelations on the cover. Hey, that might be worth some money. You could be correct, um, but uh, I'm going to keep it. It is mine. I will get to that game in a moment. Um, Resident Evil Six. Ooh, oh. It was three games they tried to put in the one game, and each of those three games were so different that why did you do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, because it was like what I think Chris's Chris was playing Call of Duty. <laughs> um, Leon was playing Resident Evil Two. I don't know what Lil Wesker was doing. Not Lil Wesker. <laughs> he was like. He was trying to play a fighting game or something. Lil Wesker was busy. I don't. Look, I don't like. Wait, are you saying Lil Wesker was what was trying to take it? Was trying to look after his dad in like Marvel vs. Capcom three or something? Perhaps. Look, he had a lot of his moves. He did. That was weird. So I don't know what Capcom was trying to do, but no. Don't ever do that again. Yeah, that was a weird amalgamation of like yeah, because I think. 
Chris Chris's version was supposed to be like more like Resident Evil Five or something like that. Well, four and five where they're making it more actiony. He's like, yeah, I'm Chris and I have muscles. Did you see me punch that boulder and take down Wesker? Well, see, the way they introduced him was so stupid. He's like, I'm depressed. I'm sad. I'm gonna have a drink in a bar because I'm sad. I so lost all my to, men. So he goes <laughs> to this nondescript bar and. Whoa! Wacky coincidence. All the people who were in there were are like BSAA members who are like, "We want you back, Chris." But I'm sad. Please. All right. <laughs> Where's Wesker? I killed him. Right. That's why I'm sad. Wesker's dead. Right. That's the end of my character arc. <laughs> no, sir. We have a few more games to go. Fine. <laughs> and then Leon was like, "Zombies." That was him. That was his whole character. We're not in Raccoon City anymore. That's 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 what Leon did. That's basically it. zombies in the White House. Gotta stop them. And I don't know what Low Wesker was on. I you can't pay me to remember his arc. Uh, I think his arc was like I'm not my dad, but I am my dad. Uh, Sherry Birkin is here for some reason. She's an adult. Whatever. <laughs> oh, and how can I possibly forget the hidden Ada Wong part? Where uh-huh. it's like all the Resident Evil puzzling you could ever ask for. Oh yeah, it's and like stealth. Yeah, like look at this secret sex doll that Wesker made of me for some reason as a clone. That was a weird game. It, and, it, and, and, and people swore that this is going to be a game that we grow up and think was a masterpiece. No, I don't uh, think that's and what like that game been out for ten years now. No, absolutely not. That Resident Evil Six is garbage. I, I would play five before I play six, and that's really saying something because five is five. Five isn't a bad game. It's just like it's it's very weird. You gotta play it with people. That's that's the yeah. thing. So you know, if you ever want to play Resident Evil Five, you let me know. I got you. Cool. So now we get into the side projects before we get into the entire Ethan Winters saga. Oh, uh, um, and I, I got I got some words about that because I watched both those games and it so, is interesting so basically we got resident evil revelations one and two mm-hmm. revelations one i think was pretty good it was trying to go back to its horror roots a little bit more but i mean you can only go so far back mm-hmm. revelations two all right so let's move on to <laughs> to uh resident evil seven the ethan winter saga start okay um you said you have a lot of things you feel about that I mean, I would say I would say like Resident Evil seven and eight because that's pretty much the entirety of the Ethan Winters arc. Mm-hmm. Interesting games, like they went they went to first person because it was like it feels like a weird like trilogy of things where like you know Resident Evils one through three like you you're getting the tank controls four through six you're getting like the more actiony stuff and then it's like I guess like nine is probably going to be another first person game where it's just like okay like. This is an interesting t- uh, direction you're taking with the series, but like whatever. Um, I liked, you know, wacky hillbilly, like you know, zombie people. Like I, th- I thought that was like an interesting thing for like seven. Also, like some for some reason, like I, like I forget the story of Resident Evil Seven. Uh, it was just weird. Hillbilly family get, got experimented on. Um. They have this experimental drug that regenerates parts, so they're almost invincible. Um, I think there was like a little girl who was the cause of all this. Blah blah blah. I I'm gonna be out. I, I'm gonna be straight with you right now. Please don't. 
not my favorite. Didn't like it that much. I thought the game was real annoying. I, I can see that. I thought this game was real annoying. I, I was not a fan of this game. All it did was bother me the entire time. I I just wanted it to stop. Now, when it was scary, I, I will say it made me tense. Because going through these places and the first person view and the the sound design, immaculate. But then you introduced, what is they called? The molding? Oh, it's it's and I think that's a thing that bothers me about the Resident Evil series. Like every new game, they always have to come up with like that one enemy that's supposed to irritate the shit out of you. And they and it worked because I I hate the molden. I hated that entire. If they had taken all the parts I had to endure the molden out, I probably would have had a better experience. So remind me of the molden again, because they're basically failed versions of the hillbillies. They, I, as far as I know, I don't. I can remember. I, I, ugh. That sounds like some Last of Us BS. Oh, it was it was stupid. I, sh- I should have probably talked about that at, at some point, but we can we we can do that later. I don't want to talk about Last of Us. I because I mean, all I want to do is upset people. That's fair. I, I've I've already upset enough people with Last of Us. <laughs> all right, I don't want to keep. Oh, okay, this. that's that's fair. Resident Evil Eight, however, Village. Okay, so this is I I feel. I feel about Resident Evil Eight the same way I do about Five. Very campy. This this is a this was a wacky game. Look, look, I would play Eight for the rest of my life if it meant I never had to play Five again by myself. Really, I love Eight. Eight, eight I is. Love, I, I would say Eight is a pretty fun game. Like I'm, I don't know why people draw the comparison that it's like Four. I I don't get that vibe. Uh, kinda not really. But here are some things I have to say about it. Okay. Ethan Winters, um, bro, you need new hands. I don't know how this man had his hands messed up so much that he was like, All right, gotta keep going. Gotta keep No, dude, you need a hospital. Yeah, uh because that happened in Resident Evil Seven. His hand got chopped off and but he see, stapled that bad boy back on. It was the like thing, yep. though, they already established that that was a thing that can happen, right? Because they had because of the hillbillies, they have a drug where if they do stuff like that, it'll just reattach with the drug, okay? That that the chemical stuff that they were experimenting with. Uh, that was an established thing. Okay. Now in eight, I guess they're just like, Yeah, we got the chemical too. Alright. Yeah. Uh, of course fine. you're gonna have to play it to see how that all ties together. Yeah, it's like, oh, in this remote European village, which everybody doesn't have European accents for some reason. Uh yeah, people just have this uh access to this thing. And um yeah, Chris Redfield comes and kills oh, his wife. Ah yes, dark kid. dark Chris Redfield. Yes. <laughs> Evil Chris Redfield. Um, I hate everybody. <laughs> Let Lady Dimitrescu. Ah, uh, oh, was, uh, was uh, yes. Dami uh, mommy vampire what's, what's big booba. <laughs> what's the phrase? A bait and switch? Oh wait, what? How is that a bait switch? Because she was not. Everybody would have thought that she was the prominent character of the game. She was not. Oh right, that was see that was funny, and I'm glad everybody everybody gave into the thirst and got tricked like that. I think that's the first time I've said her name correctly, Demetrisk. Yeah, and I and it's not out of like me not knowing her name. I think it's the refusal to say that name. That's I've been fair. calling her like Lady Demetrius destructoid just just anything that starts with a d and i think i'm gonna go back to that that makes me comfortable lady decepticon there you go see oh wait that's even perfect because like she she sure did deceive (laughs) y'all yeah she was not in that game long i I 
remember her boss battle being very interesting. It was. But the thing that got me, right? Y'all thirsting after her. My boy Heisenberg was right there. His name actually was Heisenberg, wasn't yes, it? Yes. My boy. My favorite. Oh, you mean Nick Cage? Because that's literally who he was. I think one of my favorite bits was like that. Uh, was that moment where they finally, when they first called Ethan, they were all in the room with him. And then that little, like, puppet girl and, like, the fish dude were arguing. Mm-hmm. He's like, Bobby, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, this, I was like, this is just Nick Cage as a character. That's fine. Because, you know, I really like Nick Cage as a character, as a uh, person, uh, as an actor. Uh, uh, talk to me about Ghost Rider. Then we can, um, I will watch that movie. Don't try me. I will I will sit us down and watch that movie. Snacking at the door. If you don't think I won't sit and enjoy Ghost Rider, then you don't know me as a person. Oh. Nick Cage can do no wrong in my eyes. Ooh, boy. Ooh. I I sir. That's fine. I don't even care. You I, should. I don't. You know what? No, I I would say that okay. If you're a true New Cage fan, watch watch some of his older movies. Watch watch The Rock and watch Con Air, and then come talk to me. Bet, bet. You think I won't do that? I will absolutely do that. You, you know what? You're right. You're you're gonna do it. Do 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 what you please. I'm not your parent, like Thank you said. I'm not you. your parent. We're not parents here. Well, I'm okay. a parent, but that's different. Um, we're not our each other's parents. This is true. But I I I couldn't parent you if I wanted to. Hmm. Now, Heisenberg, you all failed him. You all betrayed him. You were all terrible. Every single one of you that was like, sit on me, mommy. Crush me with your nine feet and and massive ass. You are all degenerates. (laughs) None of you will see heaven. What? What? And you all failed Heisenberg. (laughs) People aren't seeing heaven because they were thirsting out that lady Demetrisk. First of all. She is a whole zombie creature woman who is probably rotten on the inside. Have you seen her daughters? Um, One of them was literally a pile of bugs. They're all a pile of bugs, if I'm not mistaken. True. And also, people don't care. You're right. They're, they're, the world's going to shit. They don't care what they <laughs> screw with. Look, that woman was, it was a giant woman. Internet was flooded with her. My God! Uh, look, she was just look. She's a pale, tall, vampire esque woman, and everything. They were all for it. It didn't matter. Clearly, clearly, it did not. But that's fine. I hope they all felt something when they had to murder her. That's all I could ask for. <laughs> okay, I like I liked Heisenberg as a character. Um, like like he was definitely one of the more interesting ones. That doll. I don't. I don't want to talk about the doll. I don't. Talk I, don't I don't. I don't think I like saw that part. It, it, it was probably like a very forgettable part anyway. It was. It was a part. That, you know, about forgettable. Okay. It sure was a part though. Ah. But other than that, I think Resident Evil Eight is great. It is probably in my top three Resident Evils. Ooh. Yes, I love that game. Okay. What What are your top three Resident Evils? Four Revelations. One eight. Fair. That's a good assessment. Um. Two is just below eight. I enjoyed eight more than two. Two was in that top three, but I enjoy eight more than two. That's fair. Um, the remake, not the original. Remake is really good. Now, the other side of Resident Evil. Uh, the side that you're more familiar with. The movies. Ooh, um, you like the movies? I, 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 movie watching is a thing that I do, yes. Yeah. Um, you got a whole other show about it. What's it called? Hollywood? 
Williams? Yeah. I will. And your namesake? Yeah. Yeah, you like movies? Oh, uh, yeah, those Resident Evil movies, though. <laughs> Let's I, talk about it. Um, Educate s- us about them. So, I would say the Resident Evil movies are loosely, loosely based on the uh, games of the same title. Uh, and I say I use loosely very liberally because there are bits and pieces of the games within the uh, movies where they have like certain like main characters and everything. I think all the characters are in it at some point. Uh, I know Chris is there. I know Claire is there. I know Jill is there. Um, and I know Wesker like is pretty much like prominent through throughout the movies. But that's about it. The connection to those movies is they filmed the movie while somebody was in like a whole other studio screaming, "This is a Resident Evil movie." Yeah, that's that's a, it's like the Lacroix of Resident Evil, like it's Resident Evil, but like you know barely, because the movies seem to focus around Alice, who doesn't show up in the games at all. Like she's she's just a person they put on the movies because Mila Jovovich was like. The funny thing is, they could have just made Mila Jovovich Jill. Like that was a thing that, that was a decision that somebody could have just made and the movies would have been all right. Look, I've but seen for enough some Mila Jovovich movies to know that they don't make great decisions with Mila Jovovich. Not wrong. Um well, I would I would say like what one of Mila Jovovich's bre- best roles is Fifth Element as Lilu Dallas. Okay, yep, that is probably like, her, her crowning and she, role. And she barely spoke in that movie. Like it was all gibberish and stuff, but it was it was really good. She acted her ass off. Yeah, um, doing what she does best as an action as an action uh, as one of the most prominent women in action movies. But still, it was just like. I just want her to have good roles. I'm not that. That's all I want. Um. So yeah, Alice was like the main character of the movies for some reason. Um. I'm really fuzzy about it because I think they were following the story at some point, and then at the end it just got wacky. Alice like kills Wesker, and there's like all this stuff going on. the The movies are like a a, a just a clusterfuck of I don't know what's going on. Um. I, I need to go back and rewatch like kind of all these. Do I don't you, want to. Do you need to? Do you really need to? I don't need to, but I want to. But just so I can get a better understanding about it. These movies are not fantastic. Not my favorite things to watch. Because like, there was like Extinction and Afterlife and Aftermath and Revelation. And it was it was just like, what do these things mean? Why is Mila Jovovich in all these other than like you know contracts and um money why were there so many of them because money and i think capcom at the time like yeah they had like all their other ventures going on but they were like we're gonna milk resident evil for all it's worth instead of making like resident evil games why don't we make terrible movies i feel like the synopsis of each movie is that albert wesker is sitting in the lab and he's doing something like comically evil they stop the comically evil plan at the nick of time, and he just kind of goes off in a hot air balloon. I'll be back, or some whatever. whatever crap. That, that's literally like what what happens until like the end, where I think Alice kills him. I forget how she does it though, and it, it was it was very weird. I was like, I I checked out of those Resident Evil movies a long time ago. I just kind of feel like they just should have taken the Chris approach and just you know nipped them in the bud when they could have, but. Why would they do that when they need when they need a bad guy to be the bad guy? And Wesker is like the epitome bad guy of, or or at least he was at the time. 
I, don't, I would say still he's probably one of the more prominent villains, and I, I think even in the games they killed Wesker a little too early. I don't know about that. I think you can only take a villain so far in in games like Resident Evil. That's fair. And I think his death gave other villains room to kind of like become a thing. <laughs> like just imagine if we find out in the Ethan Winter saga that. Wesker has been the reason Ethan has been suffering all along. Or I would I would die laughing because then yeah. it'd be it'd literally be Bleach where Wesker is just Eisen basically. <laughs> and you know, I we, respond, I, I'm the one who made you a mole baby when you were born, so right. that's why you're like this. <laughs> I found out about you as a child, and I decided to torture you for the rest of your life, Ethan. <laughs> why does Why does Wesker sound like Quan Chi? Why does he sound like that? You've heard him in the movies and games. You know what? Fair enough. Um, you know what? You're right. Cause Wesker was like a a no. thing from like Resident Evil one to like five. So like that's a that's a good run. I have no idea who's the villain of six. Don't just the villain is the game itself. I like it. There we go. The like villain it, is Capcom, right? If you if you play Resident Evil six and everything, like the yeah the villain is Capcom. They they made you play a bad game. So like that's on you. There you have it, Resident Evil. A series that encapsulates the inconsistent experience. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 probably one of my like favorite like things. Uh, w- w- my favorite like franchises and everything when it comes to horror. Uh, because they kind of like, I would say it was like one of the things that kind of rejuvenated the zombie genre in yes. in, in certain ways because. There was a while, there was a long while where zombie games were like an oversaturated market and they were all bad. Except Left 4 Dead. It was a great game. Well, uh, but then again, like, Left 4 Dead is after, like, Resident Evil, like, initially became a thing. I'm talking about, like, at the, like, when Resident Evil first started. Ah. Where, like, it kind of revolutionized, like, the zombie, like, genre. It did put horror on the map. And, And so, like, with horror games, like, everybody was like, oh, snap zombies with tank controls like this is the greatest thing ever and then they play other games and they're like oh like this is this is shit but i do love resident evil as a series i just i only hope that like the future of resident evil gets better uh especially if it's anything like eight where like eight had like a really nice story um really interesting characters and i think that's what is going to keep uh resident evil live as a franchise i don't i think it's gonna take a lot for resident evil to just fall off the map I mean, it's clearly something that sells. Yeah, it's a it's a mainstay. I like, but I'm just saying, as far as like good games, we need good ah. stories and we need good characters. I think that's all you kind of need in order to make a good Resident Evil game. I mean, gameplay and everything aside, yeah, you need that too. But you really want to get people in, make a good story, make a good, uh, make great characters, kind of people for people to kind of memorize, you know, um, you know, resonate with and memorize that way, like. Like, nobody forgets Wesker. Nobody forgets, like, Claire, Jill, and, and Chris and everything because they're main characters. But, like, other characters and stuff are, like, the things that, like, kind of keep people coming back. Like, Wesker was, like, a thing that made me, wanted to, made me want to keep coming back to Resident Evil. And I think we need more, like, kind of... We need more villains like that. We need more side characters like that as well. Agreed. Because some of the side characters, you couldn't pay me to remember them. Some of them are just that forgettable. I, I remember some of the stuff they did, but if you ask me their names, I'm going to look at you blankly. Agreed. So here's to hoping Resident Evil thrives and maybe brings more horror into the genre of um, gaming. Because let's face it, 
Resident Evil is kind of the forerunner of horror games as we know it. Yeah. Because, you know, Silent Hill is dead. Ooh. Well, maybe not. I, I heard there are rumors that, like, Konami is, like, kind of revitalizing uh, Silent Hill at some look, point. Look, look, man. I'm tired of rumors. I'm tired of being baited. All right? You're, they, you're tired they of almost, the vaporware? That I am. They almost gave me Silent Hills, and then they were like, no. That's fair. No, we want to make a pachinko machine. They just want to lie to me, man. I just want Silent Hill back, and they just won't give it to me. Okay. Um, Before we uh, end this show and everything, we got one more thing that we need to talk about. What's Since that? this is Spooky Month, how about we um, we end this on like a note of your favorite slasher film and favorite horror film? Okay. All right. We'll do that in Slip Our Sound, though, because I have nothing to do that with. Um, favorite horror and favorite slasher. Child's Play is going to be my favorite slasher because what is better than watching a murderous doll kill people for that, no good reason? That's very on brand for you. Like, it's it's Child's Play because it's kind of wacky and, like, you know, Chucky is, like, a, a wisecracking, like, you know, 40-year-old man in a doll's, doll's body who's like, look, I'm tired of this. I'm going to kill this kid and be reborn in his body. Um, it was him and that kid on site forever. It was, and it was it, like it was very weird, like voodoo. <laughs> oh yeah, that was another. That was a thing that people need to talk about with child's play too. There was a lot of cultural appropriation. Like yeah. this white man knows voodoo, and he just happens to put himself in a doll. Like who came up with that story? Yeah, that was that was the nineties. <laughs> well, that was that was like late eighties. No, it was it was no. It was I 90s? think Ch- Child's Play came out in eighty nine. I think eighty nine, ninety, somewhere around. Well, that. time to play that game. Ah, yes. <laughs> Google in the middle of the show. <laughs> I I believe Child's Play came out in nineteen ninety, if I'm not mistaken, but um, I could be wrong. Well, let's see. Child's Play, oh, nineteen eighty eight. Oh, okay. So I was I was off by a little bit. So yeah, late late eighties, early nineties. Minus same same damn difference. Like everything was. <laughs> It's all semantic, man. Um, so yeah. Um, and it's so funny. Like, I think that was a. I think that's another like funny thing. Uh, with like Child's Play two is that it took place in Chicago. A lot of a lot of slasher films take place in Chicago. If I'm not, or or take place in Illinois. Um, like what? I'm reading the synopsis. They don't say voodoo. They say black magic, bruh. (laughs) That's racist, bruh. Or prejudice, at least. Come on, that's that's bigoted. That's, Come on. Well, I don't know. Maybe black magic is multifaceted and layered for too or too too much so that we can't understand it. You might be correct. <laughs> so it might be beyond us because we aren't thinking in multifaceted and layered terms. You know what? You're right. What what is voodoo besides being multifaceted and layered black magic? Now, as far as my favorite horror film, mm-hmm. um, that's gonna go to Alien. That's 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 a very respected. Uh, I I love that movie. You you give me the premise of a bunch of people fucking around on a spaceship, and one of the most lethal creatures in the universe chasing them down. So just ah, this indestructible force of of basically nature. Hunting them down, killing them. It it's it's so it's gory. It's it's frightening. And I think 
the franchise, while iffy, mm-hmm. has spawned some of the greatest movies and some of the worst movies in horror today. This Plus, is true. It spawned one of the absolute greatest horror games to ever be created in Alien Isolation. Interesting. You want to know what fear is? You want to know what terror is? You are being hunted down by a xenomorph with so limited resources that you are going to die. You are going to be scared. It's it's going to be a lot, but you're going to like it. Okay. Uh, I, will, I will keep that in mind. Next time I'm like on YouTube, I'm, I'm going to just... I'll probably have to look up some videos about that because no. I'm just like, what? Play it. I, I don't want to. You should. Uh, I don't want to be scared shitless. What do you fear? Um, A lot of things, really. It'll be okay. Okay. Um, I would say my favorite slasher film, even though this is like slasher slash horror because there is supernatural elements in it, uh, Friday the 13th, probably one of my favorite franchises. Uh, Jason Voorhees is, I would say, one of my favorite antagonists in horror, just because, like, you know, the circumstances of how he, how he, like, came to be is, like, just very, like, wacky, where, like, um, in the original, it was, like, his mom doing all the killings, mm-hmm. um, and then somehow he got revived to, like, kill people, uh, at Camp Crystal Lake, which is also in Illinois, and I'm like, what? Like, why, why do a lot of these, like, why we, bad things keep happening in Illinois? I mean, look, Nightmare on Elm Street, Child's Play, uh, Halloween, uh, Friday the 13th. I am willing to say that Illinois is the birthplace and the epicenter of horror. This is true. A lot a lot of those, like, a lot of the key franchises in uh, horror are kind of, like, set in Illinois, which is, which is like, I'm kind of proud of and kind of not proud of. It's weird. I just kind of feel like a lot of things that happened could have been avoided if it was like, bro, stay out the lake. Camp, look, uh, the but that's like the classic movie trope is like, don't be horny, don't have sex, and you'll live, maybe. And people do it. They're like, like that lake water was not that good. I don't know, man. Have you ever been at a lake at night and everything with with your lady friend, and all of a sudden, like you know, it's a little spooky, and you just thought, like, look, you know, it'd be really nice right now having like premarital sex in this tent in the woods i hope god i hope god i hope nothing like supernatural comes to like maim us or anything and then it happens and it's like weird it's like wow whoa like like you just probably there were warning signs right like there'll be there and that'd be funny too there'll there'll be signs like keep out stay away they're like well that sign can't stop me because i can't read they just turned the dw from arthur for some reason and then they probably just look at their dead bodies like, man, if only I, if only I had listened to the warning signs. That's basically horror. They see a bunch of signs that's like, keep out, don't enter, Indian burial ground, you'll die if you come through. And they'll look at those signs like, wonder who that's for, and just keep walking. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, man, like, <sighs> good luck to those guys. I'm gonna keep on trucking. Um, but yeah, Friday thirteenth. Jason Voorhees is really cool. I think there's a lot of other things in the Friday the 13th franchise they could have explored a little bit more. Like Jason X, where he was in space for no reason. <laughs> and the, the wacky thing about that was like, they they just happen to have this like machine on a ship that can like heal people and make them better and give them like metal appendages. Jason, for some reason, they, they like, they obliterated this man. Like, 
had like these best like space age weapons and they were like bam jason done blew his head off blew his leg off blew his arm off he was out of there and then they knocked him into one of the like machines that just happened to malfunction at the right moment and was like oh there's a person on this table let me fix him and then this man came back (laughs) and he came back with a vengeance he had on this like metal like space age hockey mask had a new machete and everything he's like oh word one of my favorites that movie was absolutely terrible it was garbage i don't know who thought jason needed to be in space but they they put him in space and then they gave him like space age stuff it was ridiculous and i loved it that's a crazy movie you just made up there i've never heard of it (laughs) i have no idea what that is uh jason x go look it up i I, hope i hope to watch it again someday wow that's a movie that don't exist but let's google it just to be sure uh, you don't have to I'm, I'm, don't worry look jason x look my mouse was in space yeah that don't exist that's crazy <laughs> damn <laughs> not no search results wow. i remember jason x that must have been a fever dream wow because that's no way that there's no way people sat down in the boardroom and said that jason with a with a space age half torso and arm with space machete and space mask was cool it was an okay thing I, no one would have done that look if they uh, if most of the movies of hollywood can get made and everything they they had every right to make that it's okay i remember it uh i'll, I'll need to watch it again one you day. go ahead and you remember that fever dream you had it's okay <laughs> um i would say my favorite horror movie is midsummer uh directed by ari aster um that man boy boy can he he makes some disturbing things uh if i may talk about midsummer a little bit because i don't think you know about midsummer i have no idea about midsummer so midsummer um you are very excited to talk about this movie though i i i really like midsummer so midsummer uh basically is the story of this woman uh named danny uh she has a terrible boyfriend named christian um it opens up with like danny like kind of worried about her sister and everything because her sister is uh suffering from severe mental illness and everything i think like extreme depression it kind of opens up with like her parents like kind of sleeping and everything she's like calling them trying to make sure like her sister is okay they're just asleep um that'll be a surprise too that'll help us later um so she's like talking to her talking to her sister and everything trying to make sure she's okay she's like talking to her boyfriend like hey i'm worried about my sister he's like babe chill out like i'm pretty sure she's fine like you know how she is um and then like you know she's like continuing to call her sister and everything and then like you know the the uh the fear happens and like it kind of just like cuts in the next shot where like her sister has committed a kind of very awful uh double homicide damn um and double homicide suicide where like kills herself and their parents or herself and like danny and their parents her and danny's parents with uh carbon monoxide poisoning um yeah um yeah they wrap like their parents bodies up and then they they show her sister's body which is like you know like these tubes coming from the car running in the like garage like at her mouth and everything it is very gaunt very ghastly very disturbing um 
And so Danny is like just riddled with grief at this point. Christian, who wants to really get out of the relationship but doesn't, invites Danny on a trip to Sweden that they've that the, uh, him and his friends have been invited to. We by all one know of, bad things happen in Sweden. Um, you don't know the half of it. Um, so yeah, like invites her to the trip and everything from one of their Swedish friends, so he can like complete his thesis or whatever. I forget what his thesis was was really about. Doesn't necessarily matter at this point. Um, yeah, him and his like three other friends go to Sweden, where like they're participating in this like midsummer festival from their like Swedish friend, where he's like, yeah, like you know we do this thing every like ninety years. It's gonna be great. Um, like and and the real kind of crux of like midsummer is the fact that like um that i think like the thing they were trying to do with the movie is that like not all bad things happen in the dark and that was kind of like the the kind of premise of it where like horrible things can happen to you happen to you in the daytime too and so they went to this part of sweden where it's like daylight for i believe like 18 hours of the day where like yeah it's just like consistent like sunshine and so it's like always bright out uh yeah they go to this like festival and there's like a lot of like strange things happening they meet these people there are strange disappearances and stuff um people just start dying and then like not asking questions about it but it really starts with the rituals that happen uh in this uh midsummer festival um where like i think to start off with like some of the elderly who are like kind of like advancing in stages in their life because they have like these weird traditions where the elderly kind of like jump from this really high cliff when they've reached the end of their like life um and they show that in very graphic detail the americans are freaked out as they should be it's very disturbing and then like a lot of other weird stuff happens too there's like some weird mating ritual that goes on with like a virgin and stuff and like one of the guys is like having sex with like this virgin girl with like all of these like other older naked women around them chanting um some dude pisses on like a ancestral tree thing with like the ashes of the dead on it they kill him they skin him um this dude tries to appropriate like somebody's culture by taking pictures he's not supposed to be taking and they hit him over the head with a mallet and he's dead um it is very messed up and so the movie kind of ends with like danny who's like like just in the midst of depression and everything and like you know she's like the the flower queen of like the festival because like she's found a new home uh and kind of like has the decision to like let her boyfriend like live or die and he dies burned in a barn with like the bodies of their friends and he's sold in a bear costume and he's like paralyzed at this point it's very messed up it's one of my favorites it's it's a very like kind of psychological torture type thing um i enjoyed watching it but i was also really messed up after it too yeah watch midsummer people it's great <laughs> and if you want to talk to me about it <laughs> find me on twitter or other social media <laughs> I, this look on your face like you, i mean you play you you've seen horror stuff like you should be that messed up about it <laughs> i want to see this but I know I won't be the same person after it. No, you will not. We will discuss this after the show. Like I had, I had a bright future, and then I watched that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I messed up. 
Not this ruining your future. <laughs> Look, I w- I wanted to go to Sweden. After watching that, no, I'm good. <laughs> you want me to travel and do what? Look, there are, there are things I, I've never thought to myself. Yeah, you know what's a good idea? Going across the country to Europe. Going uh, across no. the pond. No, Hostel ruined that for me. Like, I, I don't think I ever wanted to travel after watching Hostel. I was like, nope, I'm good. You're not going to um kidnap me in the middle of the night and, like, you know, be sell me off to like you know people who like like to kill for fun who pay money to kill people that's great nope not doing it like europe that never sounded like a great idea maybe france but like yeah that that never sounded like a great idea but is that your recommendation watch midsummer yeah go go watch midsummer okay We've been at this for a while. Yes. And now I have to recover from this explanation of Midsummer because, wow, wow. <laughs> um, any, Jesus Christ, anything you want to tell the people before we go, Matt? Um, Play Blasphemous. Watch Castlevania. Watch Midsummer. I don't know about Watch Midsummer, but the other two I endorse. Watch Midsummer. Don't listen to Anthony. Watch Midsummer. Yeah, I guess watch it because I'm going to, and then I'll probably tell you all to do it too. But especially play Blasphemous. That game is fantastic, and you all should experience it. So with that, we are going to wrap up this rather lengthy show that I hope you all enjoyed. Of course, you will catch me again with Michael once he eventually comes back from wherever the hell he's from. On the next Rush Down Radio, of course, check us out on our website and our YouTube. And when they come back, uh, you'll also have Matted Holly Wolves. Yes. Um, you can also catch me and Michael and wherever the hell he is and, and Holly Wolves as well. And get ready for more uh, media, music, and all that other junk. And with that, we will talk to you guys later. Whole Foods Market knows that wellness doesn't look the same for everyone. For some people, it's shopping for fresh produce and organic ingredients to cook with. For others, wellness looks like stocking up on chef-prepared meals ahead of a busy week. It's supplements. It's taking some me time with a new hydrating face mask or a well-deserved bath bomb soak in the tub. Whatever wellness looks like to you, you can find it at Whole Foods Market. And that includes guidance. Ask a team member and they'll do their best to point you in the right direction. Be healthy, be happy, be whole at Whole Foods Market.